All right, welcome to the Buckeye Blitz. I'm Tito Jeff Thidoff. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are on Fanstream Sports. Follow me on Twitter, the X at Thit Happens. Also, FanStreamSports.com is where you can find all of our Fanstream Sports apps or Fanstream Sports shows. We've got so many great shows out there, adding great shows every single week. Please go there. Go to the Facebook group and follow them on there. Um, Fanstream Sports app available on uh, Android, also on uh, Apple, all of those things. Go check it out. It's a free app. Go download it. It is free and get around the clock programming so many great things Buckeyes preparing for Missouri in the football game here the Cotton Bowl coming up on Friday um and interesting you know with Ohio State if you look at they've taken essentially their whole team is down there in Dallas uh obviously without the transfers Kyle McCord not there Evan Pryor um who else transferred out that was significant um Chip Trainum. you know people are tra- Julian Fleming guys that are transferred out are not there so obviously that's not going to happen but the rest of the team though they've had nobody opt out yet and Ryan Day spoke to the media on Thursday and there's no other news about people opting out now obviously there's news Marvin Harrison Jr he could opt out he's not practicing with the team but he is down there with them um he's been with the team during practice, but not practicing. But no one else has opted out. No one is. No one totally has opted out. You look at other schools. I think Florida State's had like 20 different players opt out. Ohio State's had zero to this point outside of these transfers that aren't going to be with the team anymore. So it's an interesting dynamic. I think it speaks a lot to the culture of Ohio State. There were a lot of questions about when these transfers started leaving Ohio State, like the ones I've already mentioned, like, oh, is Ryan Day losing the team or are there people wanting out for a certain reason? But everybody, and there's a lot of guys that are juniors that looks like they could be NFL draftees that are still down there practicing and planning to play. Travion Henderson among them. Uh, Emeka Agbuka, who, Agbuka, who earlier everyone thought he'd be a first-round pick, probably wouldn't be now, but nonetheless – he is down there practicing. So we'll find out when game time arrives if anybody's actually opted out or not. But as of right now, everyone who's available is still in. Now, I fully expect Marvin Harris Jr. not to play. I've been banging the drum hoping he would come back. But the fact that he's out there, he's on the exercise bike on the sideline, did run through some drills with the team, but is not like practicing fully. So I, I don't think he will play. I wish he would. I don't think he will. But that, um, but it looks like Henderson, Cade Stover, guys like that are going to play. Um, Jack Sawyer's going to play. It looks like there's. So um, we'll see what happens when the whole when the game starts. But it says a lot about Ohio State the fact all these guys want to play in the game or at least want to be with the team during the game. Look at the names of the players from other schools who have opted out and are either transferring or opting out to get ready for the NFL draft, one or the other, whatever it is. Ohio State has not been affected really by that other than a few of these, um, the, the transfers that have happened so far. So a uh, couple of curious things. So yeah, uh, Denzel Burke, somebody else who also has said that he um, that he wants to play in this game. He wants to be a top 10 pick at some point, which probably means he's coming back next year. Uh, but we'll see what happens with Ohio State going forward on that front. So uh, Travion Henderson, the fact he's going to play is a big deal. Ohio State is down to only a couple of scholarship running backs with Travion Henderson and Dallin Hayden because of the fact that Evan Pryor's gone. Um, and uh, I mentioned about Chip Trainum, who is uh, headed down to Kentucky. And then you've got Mayan Williams, who is opting for the NFL draft. So Ohio State, really, it's going to be a lot of uh, Travion Henderson, Dallin Hayden, and then probably some Xavier Johnson, number zero for Ohio State, the block O captain for the team as well, getting touches in this game. But uh, Jim Knowles talked also about 
Um, the fact that he interviewed for the Duke job, he talked about how, uh, you know, he, he appreciated the fact he had to interview the job, but he said it'd be hard to leave Ohio State. And I totally understand that. Jim Knowles is 58 years old. It's, I know he's got head coaching experience, but it'd be hard to take over a program now, I think, at the age of 58. I think he is much better served being defensive coordinator for Ohio State um, and, you know, having a situation where he's going to have great talent year in, year out, and avoid kind of the bullseye of being the head coach. This Ohio State defense was great this year. We'll see what they do against Missouri. Missouri is no joke. Um, they've uh, been one of the surprises in the SEC. Anytime you get a, a Big Ten against an SEC team, it's a big-time storyline. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. The uh, Devin Brown, uh, playing quarterback for Ohio State now, the starting quarterback um, in the game against the Cotton Bowl. Lincoln Keenholz, I think, will also get some work as well. Aaron Nolan waiting to come in. Ohio State has not added a transfer quarterback yet, and I'm not sure if they will in the portal. They probably will add someone. I don't think it will be somebody who will compete for a starting position. I think it's more of just a depth thing. But the Devin Brown thing is going to be interesting to watch because he has been very cocky slash confident about um, the fact he's going to be the starting quarterback. And this is a real audition for him to get ready for next year when Ohio State, obviously Kyle McCord being gone off to Syracuse. Um, Devin Brown would be the presumed leader in the clubhouse right now to be the starter next year. Obviously, Keenholz, though, and Aaron Nolan will have something to say about that. But Devin Brown's looked good in practice so far. Again, it's practice, though. And from what the media's been able to see, it's been like, you know, non-pressure situations. But um, Devin Brown is going to be um, – Eyes going to be on him. This Missouri-Ohio State game, unlike a lot of the other games out there, the non-CFP games, look at all the games that aren't in the CFP. This one really has the most intrigue. Florida State-Georgia, people thought, oh, yeah, that'll, you know, Florida State wants to prove it belonged. Georgia wants to prove it should have been in the CFP. Florida State's got 20 people going out. Uh, They're on their third-string quarterback. They've lost their top two receivers, their top running back, their top tight end. All those guys have opted out. This Florida State-Georgia game is not going to be what people thought it would be. Ohio State, though, and Missouri, look, Missouri wants this game against Ohio State. It could be a signature victory for the Missouri program. And uh, Eli Drinkwitz, their head coach, who was uh, named the SEC Coach of the Year. So it's going to be one of those games, if you're talking about meaningful bowl games, now you get some Power 5 against Group of 5 games, or Group of 5 against Group of 5, where you'll see it mean a lot to them. But for the most part, like, there's not a lot of Power 5 versus Power 5 games that are not in the CFP that where the teams really take it seriously. That's different here. These teams, Ohio State and Missouri, both desperately want this game, and you've got players competing for legacies and for starting jobs next year that really want this game. That's what's going to make the Cotton Bowl interesting between Ohio State and Missouri. Uh, transfer portal going on. I mentioned that earlier. And you look at all the different – you know, uh, some of these top-notch schools that have, have lost players. There's been players like, you know, Oklahoma quarterback uh, Dylan Gabriel going over to uh, Oregon. You've got, uh, you know, um, all these different uh, players at different levels, either that exceeded expectations and went to a bigger school or that were like five-star or four-star guys that didn't succeed at a bigger school and went to a smaller school, whatever it is. There's been so many players that have left schools and gone to new ones already, announced where they're going to go. Um uh, Leonard for the quarterback for Ryder Leonard, the quarterback for Duke going to Notre Dame. You've got a lot of guys that have announced, I'm transferring, I'm opting out, whatever. I'm transferring, here's where I'm going. Ohio State has not accepted any transfers yet. And if you look at it, Clemson with Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney a couple years ago said, we don't want transfers. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to build our team the right way, build our program the right way. And it's come back to bite him in the ass. Other schools have gone full-blown transfer. Look at what Colorado's done. 
uh, with Deion Sanders. And they've said, you know, we are going to build our team based on transfers. Ohio State right now, they've lost some players. They're not adding anyone. I really think that uh, Ryan Day believes that Devin Brown could be the starting quarterback or Air Nolan could be the starting quarterback in 2024. I don't anticipate them taking some big-name quarterback. They have not added in these other transfers. Now, part of it is because of a scholarship crunch where you've got guys who are still on scholarship who have not declared what they're going to do yet, and that certainly kind of handcuffs Ohio State on players they can add. Nonetheless, it's a great uh, statement, great signature uh, thing for Ryan Day, I believe, the fact that they have not brought in a bunch of transfers and that you've got these guys that really want to stick around and get this win against Missouri, and who the hell knows, may want to stick around to beat Michigan, may want to stick around to try to win a Big Ten championship, may want to stick around for the 12-team playoff next year. There's a lot of guys that are doing that right now. I'm believing in that in Ohio State. So I don't think we're going to see some big influx of players that are opting out when the game before the game starts on Friday. The fact we've had none right now, as I sit here and record this, we're on Thursday evening when this gets recorded. But um, Ohio State seems to have kind of a different vibe when it comes to the transfer portal. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz, Missouri head coach. Um, look, they're coming out to win this game also. He talked about this. SEC, Missouri was not supposed to be that good in the SEC this year. They've had a great year. It's going to be a challenge for Ohio State and Ohio State's defense. I'm glad Ohio State is going to be likely, likely near full strength when it comes to game time on Friday in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, they've got a five-star uh, wide receiver out there, uh, Luther Burden III, who is from Missouri, stayed in Missouri, looking forward to win- playing this game for them as well. And um, he talked about, uh, Drink was talked about how important he's been to the program. Also, he talked about preparing for Devin Brown being a challenge. If you remember, Ohio State this year did not play Devin Brown much. He got into a couple games. He played in some goal line packages before he got hurt. There's not a lot of tape on it. The Devin Brown thing is going to be important, I think, for Ohio State because um, what's going to be interesting, if he plays really well, let's say he goes out and has a 300-yard passing, 100-yard rushing, four-touchdown game, offense looks great, Ohio State fans are going to say, why in the hell wasn't he playing all year long? So it's almost going to be a damned if you, damned if you don't think for, for Ryan Day because if, look, if Devin Brown plays great, it's going to be, he should have been starting all year long. If Devin Brown looks bad, it's like, what the hell is going to happen next year? So it's going to be tough no matter what. I've said all along, this Ohio State game really doesn't matter unless they lose. They're supposed to win. They're Ohio State. Um, we'll see what happens in the game, but it'll be interesting to see the reaction if Devin Brown plays well or Devin Brown doesn't play well or Lincoln uh, Keenholz comes in and plays well. If he gets some time uh, during the game, which we'll see if that happens as well. But Nonetheless, it's the most intriguing non-CFP bowl game uh, that's going on right now this year in the bowl season that's on the schedule. So we'll keep an eye on all of that. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll do a recap of Ohio State, Missouri, and uh, hopefully talking about a Buckeye win. we got Buckeye basketball, men's and women's to talk about as well, as that season is going to really kick off and be important for us as the Ohio State football season ends. Uh, they had a great recruiting class, Ohio State football did. We'll talk about that as well. I'm Jeff Fidoff. I'm on the X at that happens where you can find me again download the fan stream sports app apple android go to fanstreamsports.com and we will talk soon